happy quarantine lads and lasses and welcome to episode 10 of the soccer talk lads podcast today we'll be discussing the soccer consequences of the coronavirus pandemic but we'll also keep it fun too we'll pick our favorite starting 11 from the animal kingdom and we'll once again pick on some awful municipal flags we've got nowhere to go but a lot to say so let's kick off Welcome in, everyone, and welcome back to the Soccer Talk Lads or STL podcast. It is, what is it, Thursday, March 26th, day, I don't know, 9, 10 of quarantine? We're here. We're all reunited. Not in person. Well, two of us are in person, because we're, you know, we laugh in the face of death. But uh, Justin is across state attempting to outrun the coronavirus. How's that working? It can't catch me. That's right. And Ian is here. He's been practicing social distancing since at least 1997. So, Yep. Uh, you know, it took a global pandemic for us to put another episode out. That's right. <laughs> you know, it takes a while. But when when the big news happens, we're there to cover it. So. There to cover it 10 days later. Justin, I got to ask you, you're on the other side of the state. Have you been to a grocery store since all this started? We went last weekend. Okay. It wasn't... Wasn't too bad. Now, what do you have things. over there? Krogers, Schnooks? What's going on in? Okay, yeah, so I yeah. went to the Aldis. We have an Aldi. Okay, okay, okay. that's good. Right we all understand that. Good. Very solid Germans. Are yeah, everywhere. and then we have something called a Price Chopper. That uh, it's kind of like, like you know your old Schnooks right? deal. Same thing, right? Okay. okay. Um, that we had to go get some other stuff. That's how the grocery situation works. It wasn't too bad. There were a couple things I couldn't get at the Aldi. I had to go to the Price Chopper for, but I got everything I needed. So. Ian, have you been to a grocery store since, like, I don't know, the weekend? Ever. Uh, Ever. All these people are having Amazon deliver them Whole Foods. I've been doing that since 1997. Wow. I went to a grocery store last Saturday, so no, not during this week Okay, so the reason I'm probing is, have either of you experienced the massive plastic dividers they put up? Because no. they have, and my only question is, why didn't we do this sooner? I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to touch you. <laughs> That's what the why robots didn't they are do for? this when I worked at Deerberg? I would have loved so, it. Like in between so, the customer and the checkout person? Yeah, imagine the boards from a hockey game. Okay. Pretty much exactly. At Deerberg's, at, at least at my local Deerberg's, they go the entire check lane. At Schnooks, it's just like the... The one space where you do the most front face to face contact with the checker, or yeah, with the checker where they where you pay and everything. It's mm-hmm. just in that area, but like at Deerberg's, it's down the whole thing, and it is wild. I guess this coronavirus thing pretty serious. <laughs> so you know, folks, uh, maybe we should start, you know, actually paying attention. Yeah, I, do, I you know, I don't want to rush into anything, but. Might want to think about it. I'm going to wait for my 20th email from a corporation to That's tell right. me that they're monitoring the Here's situation. Here's our coronavirus update. It's That's out the biggest there. thing. There's like newsletters that didn't even know I was like subscribed to that emailed for about coronavirus. Yep. Like I'm waiting for the athletic to tell me they're monitoring the situation. Be like, you're an online publication and that is all you are. We'll tell you how this affects sports. Well, they did send out. They did send out that email. Oh, no. You're right. They actually did. They? What are you talking about? Good point, Justin. Uh, we are here to talk about soccer, which obviously has stopped, uh, the last time we spoke, it was not stopped, 
and then it stopped. We spoke last time without Ian. Ian, I don't know if you listened to that episode. Mm-hmm. We talked about the the first weekend of the to date only weekend of the MLS season. <laughs> and what a uh, life! One, life comes at you pretty. Fast. What a weekend it was. That's right. And we what talked. What a season it's been. <laughs> we talked about the uh, seeming imminence of the uh, blue or the blues, the St. Louis MLS for the lose. Uh, color scheme and logo we were possibly going to see. Obviously, that's been put on hold. Um, but... Uh, Why is it on hold? Extenuating circumstances. <laughs> uh, you know, global conditions that prevented it. I think it was the Dow Jones drop, really, more than anything. that really Uncertain times. Worldwide technology stock really took a hit. Um, but... Yeah, so where have we gone since then? I don't know. Justin, do you want to talk us through the uh, MLS for the Lou news? Yeah, well, we don't have a name or colors yet, so that That's is true. one thing that has not happened Ooh. the past three weeks. Uh, they have assured us that stadium is going forward. Uh, ben Fred had an article just going through how the ownership group has insur- assurances in place despite COVID-19 disruptions. Um there's a quote, this is a difficult and unprecedented time, of course, but much like the team working on this project, we have a tenuous and resilient community. Together, we know we can weather the storm, said a statement from the MLS for the Lou ownership group provided the most special. Oh, it also included the current phase of the downtown West, which does exist, stadium project, involves the site preparation that must take place before actual construction. This includes the clearing of the land and the demolition of the off and on ramps on the site. So that's all going forward as planned. Yeah. I don't know if any of you read the the whatever order from St. Louis County, um, but I like how they said everything non-essential needs to stay home. And then everything they listed literally like a thousand things yeah. that were essential services, <laughs> including construction was on there for sure. Mm-hmm. We know liquor stores are on there. That's nationwide. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's just like, Okay, so really we're not changing much from before that. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess it's good that the stadium is still happening. Ian, you live closer to downtown than either of us, downtown St. Louis anyway. Downtown West. Uh, Downtown West. Downtown Downtown West West. particularly. (laughs) Is it weird? Is it vacant? Is it strange? (laughs) Is downtown vacant, Stephen? It doesn't look like the virus has any effect on downtown. <laughs> yeah, Nobody's going there at all. If I were to tell you there was a global pandemic and you went downtown, you wouldn't know. <laughs> um, you know, not really, because there's a lot of construction that's going around, like by my apartment, and that's all been going on without a hitch. So it seems like all of those things are still happening. I was kind of surprised to hear them say that the stadium was still going to be on schedule, just because, like. All these other sporting things are being affected, and while that's not necessarily sports itself, it's surrounding it. So I just figured, oh, the tendril of sports being canceled essentially is going to touch that as well, and I'm glad to see that it's not. Uh, I, the, I was just sad that we don't have any team name or colors or anything yet, and I get that's probably due to the fact that you've got sports on hold and other things going on. You don't really know what to do. But I was also kind of thinking, well, you don't really have to have anything, I guess, 
you can just reveal online, you know, but I guess yeah, they will probably want to do it as a press conference and have people there. So I kind of understand. My counterpoint is I have nothing to talk about or do, and I'm going insane inside my apartment. Just give me yeah. like some good. Yeah, exactly. So like, give me a ray of sunshine and just, I'll ask for the loo. This could be your shining moment. Yeah. Just generally speaking, I do feel like there's a lot of that where it's like, you know, we've already canceled the Olympics, which I think makes sense. Mm-hmm. But there was a part of me that was like, but what if this we do wipe this out and then the Olympics is like when the world triumphs over coronavirus, you know, like I want that thing to be, I want anything to be like uplifting and good and exciting. And I do, I do a reason to look forward to things. And like the best reason we have right now is, I don't know, maybe sports will start up again in July or whatever. I want there to be a concert to defeat coronavirus. (laughs) We do. We need the live aid for coronavirus. It'll probably happen, to be honest, to an empty arena. I was like, online, and online. I think I saw an ad on TV that Elton John's doing something. So Yeah, like well, if WrestleMania can usually. go as an empty arena, then live aid can too. Too big for one night, folks, because <laughs> it's, you know, it be, it really it's too long for or one night like, in an empty <laughs> arena. That's the reality. But, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's the world we live in. Uh, downtown West is been hardly affected at all by the coronavirus, seeing as it only barely exists in the first place. Uh, but, okay. you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's where we are. Is there other... I mean, MLS news in general, I guess we can talk about that later. Um, but, you know, it's also off off the track and like everything else is so i don't i don't care where we go next the stories are all the same let's talk about the premier league unless we have anything more local to say uh no no yeah let's do it the euros are postponed until at least 2021 in the most fifa thing that's ever happened they tried to who was it tried to sue who? FIFA tried to sur- sue Europe or Europe tried to sue FIFA? UEFA tried to sue the member nations, essentially, for like $700 like, million. They tried to sue it. like Luxembourg, England, Italy, like yeah. that. Because okay. Italy... <laughs> the host nations are pushing it off. <laughs> Italy hasn't had enough going against it the last few weeks. I'm glad they could add that in. Uh, the Olympics are postponed until 2021, so two major soccer events that are both ending. Um you know, not ending, but going on till next year. It's the first year uh, that the Olympics have been held in an odd year, which Trump apparently found out before his press conference yesterday, which maybe he just doesn't pay attention. <laughs> but I feel, I feel like that was pretty common knowledge, you know? Um, good, good on him. I'm glad he found hey, out that. Hey, you know, <laughs> messed up. no comment on his leadership or anything. I just thought it was funny that he was like, they tell me it's the first time it's been held in an even year. Or <laughs> odd year. And I was like, yeah, Donald. <laughs> Yeah, man, you got it. <laughs> uh, but uh, those are both going to next year. The English uh, FA announced that non-league seasons are over, but the Premier League is committed to finishing the season just when Liverpool thinks they won the title. COVID crashes in its money in the bank briefcase, as <laughs> Justin wrote so eloquently here, and I just butchered. Uh, yeah, COVID, COVID, the music hit. You know, the match was almost over, and here comes COVID Seth Rollins with his COVID briefcase, and it's yeah, filled Man with... City's laying over in the corner. That's you right. can't get up. That's <laughs> right. Uh, 
what a world. I mean, just in general. I don't know how to talk about this on our on the other podcast in our sp- sprawling empire. We've tried to talk about, you know, we're just going to be silly and whatever, but we haven't covered the news as much over here. It's like uh, the England tried to sort of drag its feet as a country. They mm-hmm. tried to do the whole, let's just infect everybody, you know, for like a, <laughs> for a few days. That was their strategy, which was like... It was kind of interesting because I was like, "Well, let's see how this works. Let's, let's <laughs> see what different. Yeah, let's see how this goes down. <laughs> Either it's going to be like the reason for us all to have hope, or it's going to be so so bad. Let's find out." Um, well, then really, we're going to hold games in front of like five hundred people up until like two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, I I am so thankful that w- this happened just slowly enough that we got that one empty stadium Champions League game off. Whoever, was it like Dortmund and somebody or PSG and somebody? I forget who it was. But uh, right before they called everything off, uh, we had that one empty stadium game that we could hear the highlights and everything with them screaming for the goals. I'm so glad that happened. Because, like, honestly, this thing, for all of us, you know, we can talk about how nations and, and leagues have responded as much as we want. But I think... For most of us, even as human beings, it was like, oh yeah, that looks not great. And then suddenly it was just like global panic pretty pretty quickly. I mean, that one Wednesday night where the NBA canceled its season or postponed mm. its season seemed like kind of the turning point where it was like, yeah, this is pretty bad to, oh, this is like going to stop everything, you know? And, yeah, I think it's like once one of the players came down with it mm-hmm. in like a big money league i the nba decided that they were gonna postpone their season then everyone's like oh i guess we better pay attention now big the nba is willing to leave that much money on the table for humanity's sake big props to uh rudy gobert for that by the way you know yeah well done M- much respect he's probably feeling fine now so good for him uh but uh, yeah i mean this for the for for liverpool i guess specifically sucks uh, b- most believable Liverpool thing of all time, honest, if I'm being honest. I would think, too, knowing the city of Liverpool roughly as well as I do, it's a shipping city, not necessarily known for its hygiene. Global pandemic feels like it fits, you know, in terms of in terms of how will we screw them out of one more Premier League title. I think Liverpool was hit hard and uh, 28 days later. Yeah, so, probably. Yeah, exactly. They so, were just predicting the future. So uh, I still know what they do because they're talking about like just canceling the season. And just Are like, they? Well, the thing, how far ahead is Liverpool? Far. I mean, they will. They would have <laughs> inevitably won the championship, but I don't think anyone in Liverpool wants them to just be handed the championship now. Yeah. You know, and like a non, um, non-event, just like a press conference or something where they hand it to Jurgen Klopp. Like nobody wants that. So, um, I don't know, man. I I almost think. Like I'm, I compared to people who like live in Liverpool or have rooted for Liverpool their whole life, who have suffered through all thirty years of this. I have no right to talk, but I almost feel like if you're gonna cancel a season, just do it, just do it for real. And like I think Liverpool still should be plenty good enough to compete or win it the next time they have a season, hopefully next year. So like, do it. Don't don't just award them paper champions. You know, let them compete again. Uh, maybe there I mean, were a lot of... It's unfortunate because this is like one of the more dominant 
Premier League season just yeah, in general. It does, like how much they've done in it. But. I mean, they were spiraling a little bit internationally right before that. They lost the FA Cup game. They lost the their first Premier League game. They lost that uh, embarrassing UEFA Champions League game that maybe brought on this whole pandemic. It was so uh, <laughs> sickening. It sickened me. But in any case... <laughs> Uh, so, you know, a good time for a break, but not this kind of break. And even as, you know, kind of relatively choppy a form as they were in, there was no question they were still going to win the title. And possibly, possibly in the Derby against Everton at Everton Stadium. So I can't even think of the name of it at the moment. Do you know it, Justin? You know it. Goodison Park. Thank you. I couldn't think. I would have taken me a million years. Uh, that's how little Everton means. <laughs> I remember it because last year there was a cat that was running around and it was named the Goodison and cat oh, so that's how i remember uh, <laughs> other people like naming their cats after things too huh justin not just you yeah you're not so unique after all i guess not <laughs> but yeah i mean i don't know what do you guys think of like uh, ian i'll pose this question to you imagine this had happened in like on like june 7th of last year mm-hmm. and the boys have been you know up three to two in the stanley cup final and you know, how would you feel about, like, would you want them to just hand them the cup and say, hey, you won five of the, you know, you won a best of five series, so might as well count, or would you want them to not? Would you just be desperate for them to play the two games? Like, to me, it's almost like even if you can't get in Mm -hmm. a full regular rest of your season, like, just get enough games for Liverpool to win it legit. Has, I feel like has Liverpool do, never won it before. They've won. They've won a lot of league titles. Mm-hmm. They've never, but they haven't won in the thirty years of the Premier League. I think. Oh, okay. It's, I think it's been thirty years, and then the Premier League hasn't lasted quite that long. Gotcha. You might know the history better than me, but yeah, I. I mean, I w- guess I wouldn't like it. You know what? I would, personally, I would say to everyone's face, and I would truly feel like you know what? I don't want this. I would rather they win it the way it's supposed to be won. But then when, like, the league, like, insists, it's like when your parents, like, here's $20, mm-hmm. and you're like, no, 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 I don't need it, I don't need it, I probably don't need it. <laughs> and then they give it to you, and they're fine, just like, all right, fine. I'd be like, you know what, I don't want it this way, but if you're going to give it to somebody and you have to, some right yeah, now, fine, so. I'll take it. <laughs> but I, no, I agree, like, generally I'd be like, oh, well, now I'm gonna, we're just going to get it from all the other fans, too. You know, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, we didn't really win, and that's an asterisk, so I can see where that'd be super-duper annoying. I mean, that's what I tried to do the Blackhawks in 2013, so, <laughs> you know. It I can the, I can understand that it is the have a little not a lot we'd rather you do it at home of Stanley Cup championship. <laughs> so uh, I was thinking like the moments like you're just losing out on that like defining moment mm-hmm. that just kind of uh, ends in a library. I was watching so on YouTube just randomly recommended Game Six of the 2011 World Series to me the other day, mm-hmm. and I was watching that game, which is you know side note the greatest baseball game that has ever happened. Um, and just like those moments happen in the game, um, like the Alan Craig two run home run, and then obviously the freeze home run, it's like you're just missing out on those like defining moments. Yeah, just hand them a title. The Stevie point. slip, and you yeah, know, the, yeah, the Stevie G slip. The you know, you don't have that. that. And it really is. It's like sports is, you know, about moments and. Uh, 
it's about those kind of artifact you know we mentioned wrestling before and they that's like the only sport that's still kind of trying to pretend it's happening mm-hmm. and people are like debuting and stuff and there's like no reaction and it's like this is so pointless you know like this whole thing bringing out a, a big new character without anyone in the audience to lose their minds it's like why are we doing this you know so with sports i feel like and with soccer in particular, it's just like that that chorus of you'll never walk alone after they win the championship, mm-hmm. wherever they do it, will be like, you know, the memory that you make for a lifetime, basically. And, um, you know, you want to see that happen in spite of whatever else goes on. My cat seems to have a very strong opinion on this. Justin, were you hearing she her? She does not want to cancel the season. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, she's not named after Pavel Dimitra, so screw her. Uh, Justin, how would you feel if, if uh, you know, I don't I don't know an analogous thing. You're a Blues fan, too. How would you feel about the scenario I set up before? Yeah, no, I think, obviously, you want... I don't. I wouldn't want to win it in this circumstance because, like, like we said with the Blackhawks, like you could put an asterisk there, but at least they knew that this was like the game that they're gonna win it. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't think you ever want to win something when you like didn't even realize that was the game that you won it in. Mm-hmm. You know, you just like miss out on the feeling. The feeling of winning the title is just kind of like empty at that point. Yeah. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. I mean, there's no good way what to I'm do it. What I'm saying is cancel the season so that Liverpool doesn't win the title. That would be my personal... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do wonder, like, do you just... Do you just kind of try and, like, if you're the Premier League, if you're the European Leagues, do you try to, like, basically open... open a transfer window whenever you normally would? When's it normally start June? Yeah. Um... And, like, try to have that and then just sort of treat the end of the last regular season as, like, your preseason for the next season. I mean, that's hard because preseason is supposed to be the time where you throw in all your young guys and mess with your rosters and figure out what works and what doesn't. Yeah, I thought the proposed plan was that they would finish out the season when the new season typically starts. So you'd finish out the last, were there eight games left? So you'd finish out those games, and then you'd have like a three-week break, and then you'd start the 2021 season at that point. And it might be like less games than it would typically be, but you would at least know um, going into it like what the differences would be, I think is what the proposed plan is. Now, obviously, that'll change if they don't come back to it, but... Yeah, it's 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 not great. I mean, whatever way they do it, it's not going to be great, right? Which I think is is kind of the weird thing throughout all sports. It's like right now, it's just kind of you're screwed whichever way you do this. So go ahead and pick a way and yeah, you know, just <laughs> kind of stick. And we'll talk, yeah, and we'll talk about this again because the Bundesliga actually has like some actual ideas they proposed when we get to that. But it's funny because like. The Premier League just like, yeah, we'll get to it when we get to it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of left it at that. Yeah, it's just, not, man, it's just not good. And for <laughs> Liverpool, uh, really, you know, historically bad timing, which is very fitting for the uh, soccer club of late. Um, Jurgen Klopp did get his way, though. He was very, he was 
rigorously anti-coronavirus, even yeah. even stronger than the political stance we've taken on our podcast. He's very violently against. I, the I love the video of him yelling at political fans. Yes, <laughs> are you fucking morons or whatever he called them? Like, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's you know it's serious and and the national health. You know, the international health of people, obviously much more important than sports. So those are kind of secondary decisions. It's just the there's no certainty, you know, with all of this. We, we still just don't have the data to have really any real valuable estimates mm-hmm. of what's going to happen. If we get the antibody tests and find out that like, oh, whoops, like 40% of the population got this before we even knew it was a thing, then like, Oopsie daisies. but then like we can return the whole world to normal almost immediately. You know, if we find out it's way less serious than we think. But on the other hand, if we, you know, do a lot of testing and find out it's way more serious, it could be much longer. So we just have no way of knowing at this point and it doesn't seem like you know i feel like every day we get more information kind of in general and we get closer to treatments and vaccines and and whatever but like we we don't seem to have any better grasp on like the actual timeline Mm -hmm. of like how quick does this move through a country how fast can we open up international travel which is obviously a huge part of the you know soccer component more than probably almost any other sport um you know all those questions are just still big question marks and you know i mean i if i was if i was running a sports league i would be really tempted to just say screw it we're canceling and we're gonna hope that we can just start next season normally whenever it's supposed to start. Mm-hmm. But the reality is financially and, you know, for fourth situations like the Liverpool title run, you can't do that as easily. So I don't know. Uh, you want to talk about the Bundesliga news, Justin? Yeah. So this is actually like fresh news too. This Ooh, is breaking. So on fresh. The so fresh. Not so, clean. <laughs> um, so the big clubs in the Bundesliga, so Bayern Munich, uh, Dortmund, RB Leipzig, that's Red Bull Leipzig, or Rusenball Sport Leipzig. Sorry, I, I, what am I doing? Um, and Bayer Leverkusen are providing a total of 20 million euros as part of a solidarity campaign, aims to support the smaller Bundesliga and the two Bundesliga clubs in case of need during the coronavirus crisis. Mm-hmm. So basically, the concern is that like smaller clubs don't have the revenue to like bolster the loss of game day revenues. And I know this will probably be a problem with like Italian and Spanish clubs too. Cause there are a lot of like those fringe clubs that are like barely making it that like have to make the top flight to even like stay a club. So it's nice to see that the Bundesliga is cool. Cause like, it's kind of like a solidarity of all the clubs together, um, kind of helping out stay, keeping the league afloat. Uh, the question I want to pose to you guys is should the Bundesliga get rid of the salary cap because Toronto, I mean, Munich is propping up the league, and I'll take my answer off the air. <laughs> I say abolish it. Uh, yes, down with salary caps. Down with the coronavirus and down with salary caps. If, I don't like either one. Mm-hmm. I hate them equally, I would say. I think if you remove the salary cap, the coronavirus goes away. Yeah. It's, it's, what, it wants, what it wants is finally done, they and have, it will go back to space. <laughs> haven't even done, they haven't done any studies along those lines. Yeah. So Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. <laughs> That's right. There's no scientist arguing against that position. Yeah, checkmate. Uh, but yeah, I mean, 
Munich is the whole Bundesliga, you know, Dortmund to a lesser extent. But that, you know, that's the problem with most of the big European mm. leagues that aren't the Premier League. Premier League, it's still true to a large extent. It's just five or six teams that are yeah. at the top rather than two or three. But um, I've probably asked this question before, but like, how, do, how does one that's used to American sports where a lot of it is salary capped and there is a lot of parity in the league get into leagues where there's very little parity, you know, I mean, I know there's a salary cap there, but where there's like this huge gap between like the best team and the worst team, you know, on any given day in the NHL, Detroit has beaten Montreal. Mm -hmm. Detroit has beaten this other team, but like, these teams are in like twentieth place, stand like zero chance yeah, against that would like, literally be like, like Bayern or something. Century yeah, event. Um, I mean, for me, it was just you know investing in a team mm-hmm. really strongly in in a couple of weeks. You know, I really like I like Frankfurt a lot in Germany, but they're super bad. So you know, Dort- <laughs> Dortmund's a good good team backup. M- Munich, I like a lot. Yeah, too, I was gonna say, I feel like. From my experience, I feel like I would pick a team mm-hmm. that is good. And yeah. And like, okay, and then I'd pick a team that's just fun or is like, they're bad, but like, I root for them as the underdog. Like, I'd almost yeah. have to have two teams. Like, when I got on the Liverpool bandwagon, they were kind of both, you mm-hmm. know? So, like, they were historically great, and they were still in the conversation for, like, the serious teams in, in the Premier League, but they definitely weren't, like, the runaway yeah yeah Super and like that they are now. as an american fan you kind of have to pick the good teams or else you're never going to be able to watch your well, team on tv oh, unless you're playing the good teams too that's so true. like i think sure. the reason i'm a main i had fan is because like that was just what was always on whenever i'd watch soccer going up mm, yeah yeah and it is i mean it's hard it's it's difficult and i think it is kind of sort of foundationally almost un-american it's against the american spirit to think that like there isn't some sort of parody. Like, the, I just feel like that's kind of quintessentially American in sports is to be like, you know, no, these two teams should be evenly matched and we can tell the underdog stories. But in reality, like you said, like, if the Red Wings went up against the Bruins mm-hmm. in a seven-game Stanley Cup final, they should get creamed. But, like, in a, any given game, mm-hmm. as we found out this year, they should just be able to win you know and that's Mm. like what makes it fun is you don't know what's going to happen and you can take a bath on your bets against the you know on the over or under or whatever Mm. you did so uh you know betting money is basically quintessentially american i'm just kidding that is european soccer all over (laughs) but but yeah i do think it's it's interesting you know it's a very interesting contrast i would say i don't know justin do you have any more to say there oh yeah and like I think the two-team approach is kind of what I like. In, in the Premier League, I've always liked May Knight and like Newcastle because I digged those jerseys when I was growing up. Um, and they're kind of like a dumpster fire for the most part. So. <laughs> There's <laughs> like, some fun in there. Um, like Bundesliga, I have like Dortmund. But I have like local because like my family originally came from Hamburg. So like Hamburg is a terrible team, but I kind of like them because it's like that local connection. Mm-hmm. So um yeah it's it's you want to have two teams because they're also just like never going to have a team to root for when you watch and i think like you always want to have that rooting interest kind of at least i do to make things more fun Hmm. yeah yeah i think that's uh i don't know i like this year for teams so sue me (laughs) (laughs) god guys stop it 
Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I just think, yeah, you definitely have to pick a team, and that's that's how you do it. Um, Bundesliga are also reportedly considering a closed-door tournament to finish the season, which would be... Indoor soccer. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, what if they did just, like, a full arena soccer? <laughs> that would be fantastic. Be uh, bring the freaking ambush in and have them run. Here's the St. Louis uh, ambush. <laughs> it's now joining the Bundesliga. <laughs> Might as well. The am when I was in first grade. First of all, I was in one of the trailers. I was not in a real classroom. I don't know if you guys had these at your schools, but they literally had, like, I mean, it was a nice trailer, but it was essentially a trailer outside, (laughs) and they had two first first grade (laughs) classrooms in those trailers. Uh, But secondly, my first grade teacher, Mrs. Hartke, was obsessed with the St. Louis ambush and they once did visit our class because I guess she was she was probably a season ticket holder and therefore the only one. (laughs) And so they were like, Yeah, sure we'll visit your dollars a ticket. That's right. Uh, so that's I don't remember any of the players, but at the time it was like meeting like uh, rock stars was casey keller was that a ambush guy or is that some sure. random name i'm remembering justin yeah. i'll take my I mean, off. oh man I don't know. <laughs> it sounds familiar uh, but yeah it was i mean it was a big deal you might have time. met the lionel messi of indoor <laughs> soccer and i might have st louis ambush legends what happens when i google this oh boy uh nothing. no idea i, I don't know what's gonna I think you get up. the virus uh, that's right yep i my car has my computer has i've always been a big fan of their jerseys though i like that kind of like teal and black look mm. neat yeah it's different i agree i like it and the name ambush is pretty sweet we're big ambush fans here folks <laughs> send in all your ambush <laughs> bring them back we'll turn this all podcast right into that's an ambush right. podcast that's right we'll do it we, need, we gotta have something to cover we're so. gonna call it ambush and uh, you know indoor soccer games are so sparsely attended that we might just be able to have them like normal yeah so. i mean we could also just be on the field that's right. <laughs> and we could play the opposite opposing team um the bundesliga are also considering finishing with no champion or relegations because teams will be promoted but teams will be promoted from second Bundesliga, which would be Zvita Bundesliga, I believe. Who uh, <laughs> would uh, would have five teams relegated next season, which would be so metal. Uh, I'm in yeah, favor of I a five-team relegation. So basically, the idea is <laughs> that zone. yeah, no champion, but the whoever finished in the Europe spots would be that maybe the teams going to Europe. You'd have no relegations, but you'd promote the teams up from the second Bundesliga. And then next year, just be like a free for all on like a quarter of the league gets relegated down to the next, uh, down to two Bundesliga. So that would be. Interesting for sure. Wouldn't that be awful though if you're the, <laughs> if you're team twenty right now? Because you know, yeah. like you know, if you're the twentieth best team now, you're not going to be better than sixth from last next year. You know, yeah, so, and like, it's also like for the relegation battle, if you're that like last last teams, like what are you? You're not going to hop four teams over to get out of the relegation zone. So, yeah, like, why even try? It's just it's <laughs> kind of rough. But I mean, that's kind of interesting. Um, Germany it's different. Which G- I'm like kind of root for chaos sometimes. Germany, I forget where they are in their in their wave. I love this is the this is the language we use. This is the <laughs> language of 2020. But um, you know, I know uh, Angela Merkel just went into quarantine, and 
That's not good for anybody. She was a, she was elected chancellor when I was in German class in high school. I remember us talking about that as like the big German news, and she's still there, still there. Now is that their fault though? Yeah, that seems of like, course. That seems like absolutely. a them problem. But she's also like the <laughs> empress of Europe, basically. So, you know. She's she's a bad bitch. I'm not afraid to say it. She's a bad bitch. So I also have I have Angela, more faith in uh, Germany than I do Italy to be able to. Continue. Oh, for so, sure, for <laughs> sure. Nothing oh. against Italy, but nothing against Italy, obviously, but obviously. a little bit. Oh, <laughs> Angela, Angela, if you're listening, and we know you are, uh, feel better soon and uh, keep kicking ass. You know, big fan of the show. Big favorite podcast so all the time uh that's right you can't get her off our twitter account she's might have to close those dms but anyway uh, <laughs> she's not sliding in just kicking down the door diving, diving in with both feet uh the mls is also on a hold doug mcintyre announced the coronavirus pandemic could force mls cup to be moved to late december and played in a neutral city for the first time since 2010 let's have soccer in late december that sounds miserable let's do it <laughs> Uh, there's no games through mid-May at the earliest. I think we all know that's a very, very hopeful timeline hopeful. at present. Um, it's hard because it's like, you know, I'm, I'm not, I kind of think when this is all over, people will be itching to get back to soccer, get, get back to anything, you know, mm-hmm. anything sort of normal and, and get, you know, be excited to go to events. But it has to be, end because we're like really certain it's under control. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. you know, you're going to start the season and nobody's going to come to these things. So I've heard a lot of doomsters that are like, no one will take a cruise for five years and like no one will want to go to sporting events anymore. And it's like, I don't, I don't really buy that. Mm-hmm. If, if the ending is like, oh, hey, it, it's a lot less serious than we thought and a vaccine is there, three months away. But like, There are currently people not in quarantine right now just doing whatever the fuck yeah, they want. Right, people exactly. will people show up to your event. For sure. <laughs> but, and I mean, a lot of the people who are doing, you know, even, you know, me, relatively speaking, I'm tolerating quarantine because I'm a responsible citizen, not because I'm like, desperate to stay inside you know like I mean, it's just i think a lot of people are just doing it because that seems like the decent thing to do right now mm-hmm. but i don't think especially our age which are the kind of people that would go to events and stuff anyway mm-hmm. i don't think that many of us are just like quaking in fear of the you know of mm-hmm. catching the virus because statistics seem to indicate by and large that we recover pretty well from it but um yeah, but at the same time, like if you say, "Oh, we're coming back in mid mid May," you'd better pray that not only is that allowed by the government or whatever, but like yeah. that that we have as a society a really good handle on this thing mm-hmm. because it seems even, uh, extremely optimistic. Yeah, and it does for sure, and I think it probably won't happen. But like I'm saying, even if even if it's given the all clear by authorities and everything else, if the virus doesn't seem to be under wraps then people definitely will be more likely to stay away and then you're reopening for no reason, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if you're doing empty arenas, if you're just willing to lose the revenue to have the game, then fine, but doesn't seem like the MOS approach. I don't think MOS is going to gleefully give up on revenue ever, <laughs> so uh, I don't know. What do you think about Here's all what that? I say. I say that they just hold one big tournament in December in Minnesota, um, and everyone has to play in the snow, It'll be fine, uh, and I think that's how we should we should go about it. I mean, Minnesota would be thrilled with that. So, yeah. 
It'd be the greatest sporting event to happen to the them state in of snow centuries. Soccer. That's what they say. <laughs> Everybody's going to bring a snowflake from their individual lakes and pour it on the screen. Put it on the grass. <laughs> so you're going to litter the field with a carcass from each state park. Ian, would you from, like... from the deer and the moose we have hunted? Would you like to talk about the state of Minnesota at all, or? It's grand. It's great. State. How do you feel? How do you feel about Minnesota? Just Ian? dig I, in. I Just don't, you don't be afraid. It's your it. home state. It's not my home well, state. Yeah. I was not <laughs> but, born but there. But basically, you know. Oh, no. That's right. I was sired by two people that are from that <laughs> state, so yeah, I suppose. What city were we talking about the other day that was basically like in Canada? I forget. Oh, Grand Marais. Grand Marais is way up there. Uh, okay. There's a Ro- Roseau, which is where uh, Dustin Bufflin's from, uh, which is on the Iron the Range up there. Yeah. The Iron Range? The Iron Range. What Netflix documentary is? What's that Netflix oh, I'm, documentary? Oh, I'm sure there is one, and it's going to be nuts. There's a guy up there, and he's nuts. <laughs> have you just noticed that? Netflix has cornered the market for the last year on, like, have you seen this guy? Because he's fucking nuts. I haven't dug into Tiger Mass and Tiger oh, King oh, yet. You, you guys I'm going to, to. No, I'm starting with him and I I quit I watched through Dirty Money, which was very sad, very depressing. But great, great, well done documentaries. But what I didn't realize is that I started in season two and there was a whole season of episodes I missed. But I think I'm gonna forego season one and go straight to Tiger King because it feels like I'm in that window where you really gotta know. Yeah. Or then you're just gonna be that guy who's like, Hey, I just saw heat you know <laughs> like I saw that so, six years ago. The thing you had to get into that guy. That is me on heat. But I was too young. That came out in like nineteen ninety four. But if people are like, Heat's so good. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll watch it someday. And people said it so much. I was like, fuck, okay. And I watched it and they were right. But that's how I'm, you're right. That's how I'm starting to feel about Tiger King. Because people are like, that's a great show. And I'm like, okay, Adam Wilde. I don't give a shit. Like, you know, big deal. But honestly, Justin, now oh, you're saying. Adam si- Wilde endorsed yeah. it. Yeah. But Justin's over here saying it's good, and like I'm, I'm starting to turn the corner. I'm always one of those people. that's like, nah, not for me. And then enough people say it, I'm like, well, I guess I don't want that to be a fucking idiot. That was me on Stranger Things season one, and now I'm just like everything. I'm just drinking it in. So. It happened to me in Game of Thrones. I watched the first episode like three times, and every mm-hmm. time I was like, this show looks stupid. <laughs> and then I've <laughs> for... on uh, Breaking Bad. It took me forever to actually. Oh like, yes. That one, I remember people like, I promise you it's very good. I'm like, it's not bad right now, but I just don't understand. And then I started watching it and one night, and I was like, oh, I get it. Now I get it. <laughs> okay, Tiger King. Yeah, I'm into it. But yeah, there's some, you know, there's people in Minnesota. Have like you that started it? Crazy. No, 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 I haven't watched Maybe it. Maybe we started together. I want to watch Maybe this. We start that journey as a couple. There's McMillions <laughs> on gotta, HBO. We got to review something on these yeah. podcasts for the next few months. What is it? McMillions. <laughs> it's about this group of people that, like, cheated their way through the monopoly like game at mcdonald's oh, and won like a yeah. million dollars or something Interesting. Is that on Netflix? Interesting. It's on HBO, but okay. i've heard it's very good yeah and no, i've heard this I from know multiple about that people. scandal uh mcdonald's in the headlines today did you hear about this i feel like jaylen i don't hear about this i can't hear about the punchline uh, but uh they made art they made like advertisements where they separated the arches to like mm. promote social distancing which i thought was pretty cool yeah. and a lot of po- politicians hated and they're a I'm big just... corporation and they're saying to stay apart and that's killing the economy well Stephen. yeah i mean it's like you know i'm people you know we've we've already smashed trump today so yeah. i'll just Stephen, say let me ask you this would you die if it would save the economy would you die? well gladly, <laughs> gladly. but um 
But Steven, you know, Steven's pro. Kind I of kick me. my grandpa down a flight of stairs first. So. He goes, it's the, coronav- it's the coronavirus or the steps, grandpa. I think you'll, I think you'll find the steps very accommodating. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm just saying, like, I feel like McDonald's tried to do something good and people were like, yeah, but give your workers sick leave. And it's like, it, you know, that feels like a different discussion. But hey, you know, McDonald's isn't great. Not saying that, so... But, you know, I do have a coupon for one free Big Mac. Their Coke formula is better. Right? Is that real? It literally is. It actually is. Coke gives them a different. Oh, my God. That's that stuff, I believe, does have cocaine in it. (laughs) I'd like don't drink soda. But if I go to McDonald's, I get a fucking Coke and I swallow that thing. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, it's it's the truth. Um Justin, what's your what corporation would you like to dagger right now? Any thoughts on Nike? Anything good for us? Uh, uh, Adidas, none right now. perhaps. None right now, nothing at the top of my head. Would you like Let's to see. talk about the uh, fam- familial feud that split Adidas from Puma and led to the warring factions of German footwear? Because I can go all day. But uh, guys, that was meant to be in our bonus league talk. That's, that's gonna know. that's gonna be on our Patreon bonus episode, all about the Adolf Dossler feud. Uh, so we're in a time where there's no sports, there's no actual sports, so we're forced to do our best for content, and uh, we've you know we've got we've got some things we could talk about. We could always go through flags of the world. If we run through this next segment and want to do some city flags to make fun of, I'm down. I'm down for that. I can find some real quick. You just search a random city. Chances are their flag's going to be shit. Oh, yeah. That's the motto of this podcast. Search a random city. Their flag's going to be shit. (laughs) That's this podcast motto. motto. But first, for anyone that didn't see you, did we retweet that tweet of the fish, Justin? I hope we did. If not, not, we we can find... Okay, good, good, good. So if anyone's following us on Twitter over at STL underscore podcast, you would know, you would have seen that there is a fish that has been trained to volley... Uh, little little tiny you know plastic soccer balls into a little tiny plastic soccer net and does Adorable. it with incredible accuracy. I mean, it's it really blew me away. For you know, as fish go, it seemed it seemed like an impressive accomplishment. <laughs> so Justin had the ingenious idea, and I think I you know I just want to warmly credit you with this uh, with this great invention of okay. picking our starting eleven exclusively from animals, uh, which we will now do. Uh, Justin, do you want to kick us off or would you like me to go first? Or I can would... go first. I can lead the way. Okay. Um, I'll let you guys think over your... Oh, now, I'm, I'm, re- to keep I'm this... ready. Uh, let me explain my lineup a little bit real quick. Okay, so I went with the the three, three, the four, three, three. All right, because I like that little triangle in the middle. I like to have my wingers out wide. Um, I like a right back that can make his way up the field. I like my left back to be a little more of a stay-at-home kind of fella. Um I wanted to to just diversify. I didn't want to keep the. I didn't want to do like all starting eleven of all the same animals. Um, but let me go through. I'll go position by position. I'll explain my rationale. Um, okay, starting at striker, I went with the sea lion because you know you go to the zoo, sea lions to do all those tricks. Um, I feel like they'd be really good at just finding the ball and you know, flipping it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my. That's my my rationale for that and especially if you have some good wingers that can fling the ball into them this is where i have my cats so i have a tiger on the left wing so not quite as speedy but still some good pace but you know a little more cunning um and on my right wing i have my cheetah 
So that is just blazing speed down the wing, um, get to the ball, throw it into the sea lion. Do you have do you have stamina concerns with your cheetah out there on the wing? Because they got to cover a lot of ground. But, okay, so I do, but that's okay. why I like my right back to be able to get up to cover a little bit. Okay. So so we'll get to that. Um, and I like the triangle because the uh, my my coyotes that I have as my two center mids, um, which is a pair of twin coyotes that can go, they can a little bit faster, not a little bit undersized. <laughs> the Daniel so, and Henrik Sedin of attacking <laughs> midfielder coyotes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But they can kind of, you know, cover those lapses that you might have from the cheetah getting too far up uh-huh. and not being able to get back. Um, now, for my defensive center mid, I like someone who can cover a lot of ground. In this case, I picked an eagle because I feel like he's going to have really good vision. He's going to be able to pick out balls. I'm not sure as much, you know, the ball playing skills might be a little bit lacking. So that might be something we have to address in the next transfer window. But I think <laughs> his ability to cover ground is going to be great for this team. Yeah. Now, yeah. the hardest part for me was picking a back four that I was comfortable with. My right, my right back, the one that I can kind of get up and, and cover a lot of ground. I have a wolf. I think he's going he's gonna to be able to cover for that cheetah. Wolves are fast, but he also has some good size. Some mm-hmm. good size to be able to really battle the opposing attacking forces. Um, my two center backs, I have a giraffe and a gorilla. They're going to be really good at, the giraffe's going to be really good at heading balls away, so you're not going to be able to get a lot of headers in. Um, the gorilla is just a nice physical back. Uh, you're not going to be able to muscle them to the inside very much. And my left back is a grizzly bear, so some good mobility, <laughs> but still a lot of size, mm-hmm. um, so that he doesn't have to make up as much ground. So he's going to be a little more of a stay-at-home kind of left back. And then in goal, I have a polar bear because I wanted some a big animal that also has a little bit of mobility as well. And that is my starting 11. What do you guys think? I love it. I honestly, we I feel like we thought similarly on some stuff. I, okay. We didn't okay. pick any of the same positions, I don't think. We did pick some of the same animals, but we put them in different places. That's fine. So, so I like that. I was sorry, I just moved yours. Let me undo that. But uh yeah, I think I think you're going to really uh, have some success. I think the sea lion's a perfect choice. Um you know, because that's exactly what sea lions do. And they do that naturally. They play with balls all day long. They're not yeah, trained to do that. It's just a thing that, that happens. Yeah. It's just a real thing that real sea lions do. Uh, I like the uh, gorilla-giraffe combination. Um, you know, that's that good combo of, you know, you want somebody, you want one of your center backs to be kind of finesse and grace, and you want another one to just be a brute. And I think you've got that real well. So I like it. I don't know. Ian, you have thoughts on this? You know, I he picked a couple of the ones I was hoping to pick, but I got a few different areas. I like Eagle because I, I too wanted a, a bird of flight in mm-hmm. there, but I couldn't, I couldn't quite yeah. find a He's going to have a lot of it. good vision. He's going to be able yeah, to see so the field really Exactly. Well. I wanted something with vision <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, would you like to go next or would you like me to go ahead? And go? Um, I can go ahead. Let me see if I have this one sorted out the way I wanted it to be. Okay. What, was, okay. what was going over there? Justin, uh, you haven't seen a picture of this, but our, our, uh, and this is more of a reference to our other podcast, but our studio setup does have a new mascot, and it's Morrissey from the Smiths. He's a little okay, pop figurine. Cool. Uh, and, you know, he's very beloved by the Two Guys One Cup community. Uh, not a good person. I mean, kind of a lousy <laughs> human being, but the, the, the memes are fun, and we really we do it all for the memes here in the... Uh, you know, St. Louis podcast empire. So <laughs> that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so let's see. What did I 
pick here. I think this is, I think this is considered a 3-4-3. Three, three. Are you counting from the back? You're probably not. I'm counting from the back. Oh, okay. 3-4-3. Three, three. Okay. I mean, it's 1-3-4-3, three, three, then, if I'm counting from the well, way back. Yeah, Does anyone no do that? Is. What about a two, where there's two people in goal? <laughs> there's, two, um, there's two goalies you might want to mention. Uh, the old school sweeper. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not going to start there. I'm going to start up front. So, like, my, my what do you call it? Mid, let's, let's go over this with me. What's the middle striker called? Just your striker? Mm-hmm. Okay. That is like, there's just one guy up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. your strike. So and then the then the other two are my wingers. So that might technically be a three four th- two one, but you know oh, I'm right. not going to be a dick. About <laughs> I picked three four three. Anyways, <laughs> okay. Um, if it's not three four three, then it's three four three. Middle middle striker, main striker. That guy. It's a kangaroo. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Good like speed, it. huge feet. Uh huh. They can get going. Hop up for the They're, headers too. I'll be honest. And this Aggressive. Is, yeah. Real dick. I was I was about to say my. My uh, through line with this team is just a bunch of fucking bitches. <laughs> just like, just fucking awful. Real, real St. Louis Blues style. Yeah, yeah. Team. We're going to win on grit. Yeah, it happens. And then Kangaroo, Kangaroo's got grit. That's right. So then for my, my left wing, I have a cheetah. And you got a lot of, you know, back and forth, up and down. Then mm-hmm. you can get the ball in the mm-hmm. middle. On the right, I have a jackrabbit. Sort of the same reason as Kangaroo, but smaller, maybe a little more elusive. He's not going to be doing a lot of scoring, but I think you can do some some kicks from the side, mm-hmm. center the ball a little bit. <laughs> All right. Then I got midfielders. Is there anything for, like, left left wide out midfielder, left inner midfielder? Not really. They don't do I'd have to see your – there's attacking and defensive and oh, okay. left and right, but just go with Anyways, on the left for the <laughs> midfielder, I've got a wolf because I think a wolf would be someone that can – can get in between both zones fairly easily as tracks prey for long periods of time. So I feel like has the stamina to be there. I, then I have a grizzly bear on the far right. Cause again, I just kind of want an asshole. And also like at any given time, he could just be in the way, you know, that's a, that's a large animal and it's got claws. So uh, the ball could just deflate at any given time. It's true. Then my, my two like inside midfielders, I have a cougar, and then not to be outmatched on the right, I have a puma. <laughs> Believe we're the same creature, but I don't know. I don't know. It just depends on what part of the world you're That's in. That's true. It always does. And now I will go for the... In Red Dead Redemption, they're different creatures. Oh, really? Well, cougar and panther are different. But that's because they just mashed up like nine continents. Yeah, the, that's like, right. <laughs> yeah, you're correct. Yeah, that is absolutely correct. Uh, so my three defenders on the left, I have a moose. Okay. Because again, just like you would think they're very big. You'd think kind of docile, but I've heard moose, mises can be just fucking awful. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then, they seem to be real shit, yeah. On the, in the middle there, I got an elephant cause you just want to take up space. Mm-hmm. Just want to take away space, time and space. And elephants again, very nice. Can also be kind of assholes, uh, with other they animals. They also have a little more finesse than you would think they would. So I, yeah. I like that pick. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, uh, elephants, in zoos and in the wild even when someone approaches them with a ball they've kicked it they're they're conscientious of this they mourn the dead uh i think they're great creatures (laughs) go elephants real dynamite creatures the elephant and then on the right there i've got a silverback gorilla because uh that guy could just pull your arms out of your sockets i like it yeah did you have a goalkeeper i do have a goalkeeper goalkeeper would be uh, brought in with a with a crane because it was a it was a blue whale. <laughs> <laughs> That's my goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. Good luck beating that. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> 
We would create a system where it can breathe and all that. Yeah, it's got know? an apparatus. I mean, that is a mammal. It can't it's breathe right, in yeah. air, but like it'll be. It uh, comes with the benefit of the five yard box being a pool now. Yeah, see, it already be, there already be walls in place. It doesn't even have to do anything about that part. What could be in the goal? The goal could be water, and that'd be fine. I'm glad. I'm so glad our head. I just. I just. Biggest animal. Let's do it. <laughs> I thought about the commercial. The uh, NHL commercial or whatever, there's a guy where they have the walrus that's just a net, and it's uh-huh. just as big as a net, and I'm oh, like, what's yeah. as big as a soccer net? <laughs> I do love no nappies. I do love that <laughs> No nappies. All right. Uh, good, good lineup. Justin, any comments on that? Any thoughts? I, I like it. I like the way that, that you're thinking about just the size of your back line. I feel like it's going to be formidable. I feel like, why don't all back line, why aren't all back lines just six foot five men that have, you know, no reading comprehension, but know that hits good. Because here's the deal, Ian. When someone as fast as Ishida comes breaking down that right wing, you might not be able to cover them. So you got to think about that as well. Mm, I guess. You just got these big lumbering animals back there. <laughs> That's, it's great. I'm... When they do hit you, though. <laughs> the, the 1% of the time they do hit you, look out. You're, you're, you're in big trouble. <laughs> uh should I go ahead? Do you think we're ready for yeah, this? Go yeah, for Steven, it. Explain your lineup here. So, um, first of all, formation. I'm I'm a big fan of the four four two with a wide diamond in the middle. I believe it's a Dutch formation. At least FIFA commentary has led me to believe <laughs> that it is, uh, or that it was popularized more recently with the Netherlands, which has been a global soccer power of late. So, if you, if you listen to sports commentary in video games, though, you would also think that. Uh... Snoop Dogg was at every NHL game every ever known to man. Game, every CHL <laughs> game, yeah, every one in every four. He loves it. He loves the Kelowna Rockets, man. He really does. He can't get enough of them. But that's true. So maybe not the best source, <laughs> but uh, a four four two with your with your classic wide diamond in the middle, up front two strikers, very similar concept. Bald eagle and a peregrine falcon. I'm Love looking. It. I'm looking for things that can find targets and attack them. You know, Take them just out. That's, I like it, they yeah. literally strike their prey. So I figure, why you have not? a strong aerial attack. It looks like here, Steven. Peregrine falcon. Yeah, that's true. My my front my front is very uh, very at- or aerial focused. Peregrine falcon, fastest uh, air creature in the world. You know, you like that. I like to have a, a speedster striker and one of your more physical, you know, kind of brawny strikers to kind of balance each other out. So, uh, those are my two there as, as Justin alluded to my central attacking midfielder is a Raven. You know, I feel like you've got to, your center mids have to be very intelligent. They have to be very, uh, you know, very, cognizant of what's going on very observant and uh you know i feel like ravens use tools too so they'd be good distributors they'd be good about getting the ball to to the teammates up front and also if the ball never touches the ground because they're flying good luck stopping that you (laughs) idiot so uh doing well in the attack i think uh moving to the wings i uh i went with two endurance creatures i'm big about endurance on the wings, uh, you know, I just because they just got to run all day long, back and forth and back and forth. So, well, I mean, if you're attacking well enough, they don't. But you know <laughs> what I'm saying. So, on my right side, I uh, I, I picked an ostrich because I read oh. that an ostrich could run a marathon in 45 minutes and could actually do it because they've got that much stamina. So, um, you know, also I just physically kind of shaped like a soccer player, <laughs> except for the big 
bulb in the middle, you know. <laughs> and so, the feathers. And that's that. right. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to get near an ostrich. But ostrich either. also I'm, dick. It's oh, also got that aggressive. going for I'm it. And away. by that same standard, camel. Apparently, you know, big asshole. Uh, apparently endurance creatures, I mean, we know they carry the water, you know, so they can be double as the team's water boy, uh, but they cover a lot of ground. They're aggressive. They're mean. They can spit, uh, which I don't, I think that would earn them a red card, but it'd be fun to watch, you know? So, uh, and then, uh, my central defensive midfielder, Prairie Dog, you know, I just, I want somebody who's going to be alert. He's going to know when shit's coming, you know, he's just going to be ready. He's going to be able to, to command the defenders and get him in formation because, you know, he can't do everything back there, but we got to have a field general. So that's here's something Steven that you might not have thought about is he can also burrow underground and when somebody's coming he can kind of pop up that's and true he can surprise the hell out of Snap him. Ankle <laughs> try getting around that messy you idiots so <laughs> <laughs> uh you know so that's my prairie dog uh on my on my right back you know i've got a have got a clydesdale just i wanted something that was that had the endurance had the stamina but also had the strength and the brawn too you know could really carry the defense for lack of a better word and on my left bat i've got a golden retriever maybe because andy robertson seems like a saint and golden retrievers are saintly creatures uh but also you know he's gonna chase things down and fetch them and keep them in line and he's gonna be able to keep people in front of him you know boxed in keep them in mm-hmm. keep them where he wants them uh, they play a mean diagonal overhead ball too that's so. right that's he's you know it's a resourceful creature uh my center my, we've already mentioned the blue whale because how are you going to beat that, you idiots? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not losing any games because they're never going to score. Might be a lot of nothing, nothing draws, but they're never going to score. Can you score. imagine hitting that ball down the down the field by putting it in his blowhole and just boom? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Think about the clear. Think about the goal kicks. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about. Oh that. my god, it's, it'd be the Tim Howard. He'd score every time. Uh, by the way, real quick, I don't know if you've seen that quick, but Tim Howard once scored. Was it a goal kick or was it a drop kick? He, it was a drop kick. He once scored on a drop kick mm. where the I wasn't even. I don't even think the opposing goalie had come up. I think he was just way too far up in his box. Mm. And Tim Howard honestly looked ashamed. Like he, <laughs> he looked, knew what he had done he to that poor upset man. Upset that he'd done it to this other goalkeeper. <laughs> do you do you agree with that, Justin? I agree. Yeah, he it should not have happened. Uh, so <laughs> you know. I think we'll see a lot of that with the uh, blue whale blowhole situation too. Uh, the one position Justin and I agreed on a uh, giraffe. I put him as my number four because I feel like physically he resembles Virgil van Dyke. And I, you know, that is the <laughs> idyllic number four. I thought about just writing Virgil van Dyke because he is an animal technically <laughs> speaking, but I felt like that would violate the spirit of the competition. <laughs> and was, then uh, your other, you know, that brawn intelligence combination I want in the, center backs so i've got a, i've got a honey badger because i just want somebody who's a bastard and there who's you relentless. Go. and yeah, i feel like uh, sergio ramos and honey badgers have a lot in common that's right hairstyles among other things <laughs> so uh you know being dicks to liverpool probably i don't know has a has a um honey badger ever injured mo salah probably not but it's possible you but know I don't, want, I don't know what mo salah does not sure. not sure on the facts there uh but you know uh that's that's my lineup so i don't know i don't know how you guys felt uh maybe we should throw these up on twitter and have people vote i don't know mm-hmm. um favorite starting lineup possibility maybe who would who would win i that, mean that obviously you but who'd you even have in goal i know it wasn't a blue whale i have a polar bear oh polar bear. 
mistake. Here, okay, so here's the thing: is I have a sea lion as an attack. That's right? true. So you do. I would say you have the best striker. The whale is sitting in the sea lion is going to feel right at home. <laughs> no, I do feel like, but I also feel like, in general, you have the best striker, uh, the most believable striker. So I don't know. Maybe we should. We will. I will try to remember. Or Justin, you can help me remember. Ian, have you saved yours? Do you want to throw this in yeah, the yeah. document here? Uh, but we'll try to throw those up on Twitter and, uh, you know, that'll be that, I guess. Uh, we've got a, you know, we've been here about an hour, but do you want to kill a few minutes with random city flags? <laughs> sure. Steven, just, throw, throw a few my just, way. I, I, I have no, I, I literally have no idea. We're just, getting... I would like you to look up the city flag of Tampa, Florida. Oh boy. I don't know if it's still the flag, but I'll tell you this. It's not even shaped like one. Oh, that's that's never that's a, a good time. preview. What am I look? Oh, oh, oh no! Is what? it is it this, Stephen? What is that abomination? <laughs> yes, it is. What are the I angles? Have no idea what's happening there. Oh no 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 no! So there's green. So for first thing I see out of all of this, out of everything I see on this, I see a little bit of green, and nothing else is green. Why? And I and I instantly green? like get that away from me. Get that out of here. That's that is the most upsetting part. Wait a second. The green appears to be uh, a spy plane. That whole that whole oh, ending. Oh, section. is this what it is? But is Tampa like is a hub it's known for, for the military industrial complex? Not that I'm, I'm aware of. I mean, it's. It's near Cape Canaveral, I think, but that's not what goes into Would space. Would you guys like to know the history and description of the Tampa Bay flag? Uh, more than Please. anything in the entire world, Justin. Okay. According to Wikipedia, so you know everything's factual, uh-huh. the colors are inspired by the national flags of the immigrants who settled in the area. France, Great Britain, and the United States. Ah, yes. Immigrants from the United States settling in Tampa. Uh, <laughs> Italy and <laughs> Spain. Oh, Italy the golden and Spain. Red stripe I was waiting for where that green came from. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So, to represent the flag of Spain, who had a large part in both Tampa and Florida's history with Spanish exploration. In the flag, the state recognized the British contribution to the city with the red, white chevron like stripes that are supposed to represent two of the three aspects to make up the British Union. First off, if you're choosing which aspects of a certain flag to include, just like scrap it at that point. <laughs> <laughs> This... The red, white, and blue, along with the stars, are a depiction of the country in which Tampa is located, <laughs> the United States of America. We bought the Thanks. state in 1821. Uh, the red, white, and blue on the left side of the flag is a reputation of the French flag. The tip of the flag, which is red, green, and has a single white star, is a portrayal of the Italian flag. Both countries had an influence on the cultural and heritage of the city of Tampa, and creator Whitney wanted to incorporate the many immigrants who helped the city grow and thrive. Um, now there was a little bit of controversy here since at least oh, really? in, the city of Tampa flag has been criticized and ridiculed, even to the point of making ranks of the ugliest city flags on earth for trying too hard. Yes. <laughs> this, it, when you said a singular designer, this, that shocked me because this seemed like a camel flag, like a flag by a committee. Like mm-hmm. that's how you get to all this is I want no, my Italian heritage. F- I know, right. You know, honored. And I want this and that honored. And et cetera, uh, Whitney so. was also a former accountant. So that might explain some of them. Some of the things that are going on here. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that on, on a, on a big level. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh that's an abomination. Um, 
I just picked a city at random, one we'd already mentioned. I actually think this one looks pretty good. Why don't you guys look up the flag of Duluth, Minnesota? Uh, I don't know which is current, but they're, you know, there's the one that shows up more than once. Uh, I rather like, actually, in a, in a weird way. I'm not totally sold on the color scheme. Okay. Um, well, I'm looking at it up, I have one more quote. Oh, sorry. Um, I although Whitney has passed away, his family still feel a sense of pride about his accomplishment, oh. even if they don't live in the city of Tampa. Some other. When asked about right? the possibility of changing the Tampa flag, one of his granddaughters has even said, it's their city, so it's their flag. Good. <laughs> yeah, because it's their abomination. Uh, I apologize for cutting you off, Justin. I was on a Okay, I, I, I just wanted to throw that out there because I feel like it was important to the story. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, are we looking at the one with the two fleur-de-lis in the corner? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I kind of like that one. As 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 these have gone, uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if we want to talk about something that wasn't good, uh, uh, sorry. Try try the city of Anaheim. Uh, California? Yeah, just say city of Anaheim flag. Oh, no. that Oh, that's that went the wrong way. That's not good. That's, that's, that's just that's just, that's just hey, you know that's, that's the city li- of anaheim it just literally says city of anaheim founded in 1857 <laughs> you get when you look at that flag you get to learn something so <laughs> i don't know why people hate it so the much. best part is if you took that off it'd look pretty great you had the, the seal in the middle, which already says city of anaheim california and founded 1857 yeah uh, Why does everything always have, to have like a little picturesque that's a good point. circle? That's such a good point. Um, everything needs a coat of arms. Everything need, like why do all city flags have to have this weird like city stamp in the middle? That's just overdone. Because things, because reasons. And then well, if we don't have that, we're gonna look like another city. That's and true. we don't want that. You don't want that. Speaking of uh, unnecessary stamps in the middle, we, we discussed this in text at one point, but would we like to revisit the flags plural of Ottawa? The oh, first God. and then the most recent? Because let me tell you something, folks. They're abominations, but in such different directions. <laughs> uh, the first is a lovely combination oh, yeah, of dark Ooh. purple bright red and bright blue and it features a microsoft paint crest in the middle that seems to have some sort of woodsman joining hands with like a mountie or like a somebody from the military and then just a whole bunch of there's like a christmas tree there's what appears to be a knight's helmet um uh, here's what i don't get about flag design is that crest itself could be a pretty sick flag if you just went with like mm-hmm. the the river, the white and blue with the crown. Oh, just the, the very crest in the middle? That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. So but, why not do that? But they incorporated all that to make it the smallest, least noticeable part of this flag. They built a good... I bet I almost bet what happened is that's where they started. And they were like, this is great. And then somebody was like, no, but what if we, why didn't we represent this, 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 and this? And then they just like kept like, you know, how when you add layers in Microsoft yeah. Paint and you just leave <laughs> portions of the original, like that's what I think probably happened there. There's a uh, scene in Portlandia where they go to a design shop to make a poster to take to the soccer game. Uh-huh. And that's essentially what happens. They just keep adding things to it. Terrific. And, uh, I yeah, need to it's... watch that because that sounds phenomenal. Uh, Ian, comments on this version of the Ottawa flag? I don't know. 
I feel like that's, it confuses me. Okay. It just leaves me with confusion. It's confused me more than almost any other flag, honestly, because I think it's close to being okay. Uh-huh. But I don't... It doesn't click for me. But it's just not... It, it's like the, if you change the colors and if the, if the crest was just a little less busy. I can see it. I, I can feel it, and that's there. what makes it that much worse but for me. But that's more disappointing, right. Can you look up the Albuquerque flag? Sure. Do you want to do that before the other Ottawa flag, or do you want to do that next? Uh, either one. I don't care. Uh, let's do the other Ottawa, okay. then, and then we'll go Albuquerque. Because I, I got thoughts on Albuquerque as a whole city. Okay. <laughs> but oh, wow. <laughs> uh, this current flag is... Very minimalist. It's very 2020, which is ironic because I think it was designed in long, much long before that. Uh, but yeah, 2000. So good for them for being ahead of the curve. Although actually it does look like Windows 2000 <laughs> material. So maybe I'm giving them too much credit. My favorite part about this blue and seafoam green flag is that there's a white circle in the middle, which looks like it's partially an O for Ottawa. And I guess it's supposed to also be waves from uh, Lake, I assume, Ontario. Is that what they're on? That seems like a safe bet. Uh, but also, according to Wikipedia, supposed to represent the Canadian maple leaf, which how uh, and why? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Not great. And then let's do a Flag of Albuquerque, as you requested. So, the Flag of Albuquerque is fine, quite honestly. Oh, yeah, that's great. I don't mind it. Why does it have a hammer and sickle? Thank you. It has a hammer and sickle Thank you. It. So, it's a bird, <laughs> but the first thing I thought was like, what the fuck but is this? A, but that's for sure not a bird. That's a hammer. Oh. That's like... Oh, that is totally somebody repurposed, like, old Soviet Union. Yeah, they, someone that just is... trimmed down. Uh, you know, they, met, they, they edited a few things, and, you know... They're Microsoft editing uh, software, and they're like, you know what? That's uh, that's gonna be our little bird up there. And it's like, why don't you use like a dove? You know? This... No, no, no. I want something that's close to something people know about. That is like that's the, that can't have happened any other way. Like right? out the oh, corner man. of your eye, no matter what, I look at that and I'm like, huh? But no, it's yeah, that's not great. When you search out the flag, there's even a comparison image. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, there, there's no Wikipedia page. There's no... Uh, there's nothing. So, I don't know, man. Um, that's a for sure... That's for sure the hammer and sickle, though. Like, it's yeah, not, like, absolutely. a coincidence. They kind of, like, cut it, out, they cut it out and they're like, okay... We have this other design we'd like to put in there with it. <laughs> Which, like, well, can I put again, that in the corner? you get rid of that. It's a dynamite flag. Uh, but um, you, I think you, what we're learning is is don't try to do too much. Right? Think... If you're a flag designer, you're listening to the SCL Ads podcast because, of course, you would. Um, just know that don't try to do too much with your flag. I think, I think that, and I also just think uh, our city's won the flag lottery yeah, kansas shit. city is not great but it's fine right justin like it's yeah, okay it's, and uh, it's, I don't, i'm not a fan but oh yeah. well that's let's do it <laughs> we gotta get we gotta hit that you wanna, uh, oh i didn't know you guys know it's kansas city flag looks like yeah uh, it looks like, it looks like this bad boy why would i spend time oh uh, yeah the fountains yeah we talked about this yeah why is it also good. france why is it both things 
Because, you know, Missouri and France and the whole... Yeah, but, but like St. Louis and France. France. <laughs> we're the France part. So it's the city of fountains and it's the heart of the nation. That's because I think it's like as close to equally distant between the two, mm-hmm. between the two yeah, oceans. But that's not how heart of the nation works. I mean, that's the heart. I mean, you know how... You know how, you know how heart is in the exact center of the body? body yeah, exactly. Right, right at your belly you know, button. You know how that works. <laughs> Um, it also it makes heart. a heart. In case you guys didn't know, the fountains they. I'll tell you this: that just that aspect I'd almost like, but the idea of doing that aspect I kind of hate. So, sort of meets in the middle, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Take it or leave it. Um, I'll do one more, and uh, it's not the worst thing you've ever seen. But would you look up the flag of San Antonio for me, please? Because this is like a, f- a fine flag that they added clip art of the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> like, if that was just blue and red with a big white star. But it's the Alamo, Steven. It'd be fine. <laughs> Texas then... doubled down on Texas. <laughs> that is so Texas. Why is it just clip art, though? You could have, it's like... Not good, it's not a good representation of the Alamo. Yeah, I know. I feel no. like you're just shitting on the it's Alamo. It's like it's just a saloon or something. Yeah. That is... Oh, my God. It's uh That's a whole thing. For the Alamo. This, this redesign, though, that's, like, maybe 12 images down or so, where it's yeah. just, like, that ceiling of the roof of the alamo with just the star and that that oh i like that i'd be down with that that's 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 at least something but yeah that's that's not great um should we call it there you want to call the flag discussion for now yeah that's good we can go back we'll We'll, we'll find uglier ones we don't want to blow all our flags no we don't want to blow our gimmick all in week one you know (laughs) you can only say hulkamania and eat your prayers so many times eat your prayers (laughs) say your prayers man i want oh i love that eat Eat your your prayers (laughs) your prayers can suck it uh justin you have anything you want to say before we get out of here no, no, I'm, I I feel confident. I'm I'm excited to see what this poll looks like on who thinks our team, who thinks built their team the best. Yeah, uh, I, th- I mean, I think it's the people decide, and indisputably me. But I agree <laughs> with, uh, you know, I I'm, I hope you guys get some sympathy votes. Um, but yeah, we'll throw that up. Uh, sports will come back eventually. Life will return to some semblance. I don't know what to do with myself. Ah, ESPN ate the outro. I registered for ESPN Plus like three days before all sports stopped. So I'm <laughs> the, right. I talked you into it. I'm the, the real time. loser here. So uh, partially my fault. I partially apologize. You know, but good. Just partially though. Ian, would you like to say anything before we run? <laughs> I thought you were gonna ask if I want to apologize. No, I don't. Ian, do you want to apologize for anything? No, I think uh, the Monaco Maniacs, as I'm calling my team, is oh, going to okay. run away with the vote. Should have called them RB Monaco. That would have that would have really <laughs> really melded with your brand. Why didn't I put a red bowl on my team? <laughs> oh, my oh my god! Come on, there's your goalkeeper right there, uh, folks. Thank you for tuning in. And I I don't know. You can't really tune in because you're not dialing anything. If you guys just turn the, the podcast, <laughs> turn on. the dial over to SiriusXM, the party continues. <laughs> Uh, but no, we will be back sometime. I'm sure before sports resume, we'll figure out stuff to talk about. 
But until then, uh, send us your vote on our poll on on Twitter, and uh, send us your least favorite flags. Maybe we'll roast them in the future. And uh, you know, y'all have That's a good right, time. That's right, a first class one way ticket to Albuquerque. sit between two large Albanian women with excruciatingly severe body odor and the little kid in back of me kept throwing up the whole time. The flight attendants ran out of Dr. Pepper and salted peanuts and the in-flight movie was Biodome with Polly Shore and oh yeah, three of the airplane engines burned out. We went into a tailspin and crashed into a hillside and the plane exploded in a giant fireball and everybody died. Except for me. You know why? Cause I have my tray table up and my seat back in the full of have a tray table up And my seat back in the full of right position Have my tray table